Home with Steffi Callister across our university city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge Joining me now, Daniel Zeichner, the Labour MP for Cambridge. Good afternoon to you. Hello, hello. Um, lovely of you to join us. Um, we've got four E's, as promised. I expect you think, as they say in school, he must try harder. Well, I thought he was a bit pleased with his four E's. I mean, frankly, we needed an A star. But I think the junior doctors and the teachers and the ambulance workers will all wonder why they didn't get any mention today. It really seems to me the budget uh, did not touch on the lives of ordinary people. Now, the levelling up, 12 new zones, Cambridge not included. Um, we had Anthony Brown explaining it to us earlier, saying we are already rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, Anthony and some of his friends maybe, but I suspect there are a lot of people in Cambridge who, who would, would beg to differ. Look, I mean, what the government is doing is it's basically being very selective in where it's putting its, its national money, basically into, into areas where... Uh, that they're worried about losing Conservative seats. I think they should actually be a bit worried about parts of Cambridgeshire. Um, it's pork barrel politics. What they should be doing is funding local government properly, which they haven't done over many, many years, and they wouldn't be, need to be doing this kind of selective levelling up and uh, shoveling money as they did with their ill-fated Towns initiative a year or two ago uh, in a almost corrupt, frankly, way uh, to the areas which they think um, are vulnerable. And it's not a way to run a country. And not much help for the high streets. No, I mean, the other problem is it doesn't appear to be working. And that, I think, is probably the, the strongest criticism of it. And we can see, um, even in Cambridge, which obviously, compared to other places, is relatively prosperous, we're having exactly the same problem on the high street in Cambridge as other places, which requires a set of responses which are rather different than the ones we've seen in the budget today. So, I mean... I, it's disappointing, although I have to say I didn't have high expectations of it. And um, four E's is roughly what I'd give it. Now, there, there was some good news for our area. The rapid sign-off for medicines and devices and um, also the research and development breaks. That, that's got to be comes good news for us. It is and it isn't. Um, on the research and development tax credits, it's fixing a mess that the government has made over the last year or so, which has sent a lot of those companies. I've had representations, from, from particularly from... Um, some of the small startups. Um, so there's been lots of uncertainty. Now, I think they've, they've revised and looked again at those rules, although there isn't, it's still, they're, they're saying they will consult. So it's not a finished position. Um, so on that, um, I'm, I'm more hopeful than I was. On the other one, I forgot which, what it was that you mentioned now, it's in my head, I'll say it again. It was the research and development breaks. Yeah, no, you mentioned one before that. Uh, the rapid sign-offs for medicines and devices. Oh, yes, M -M MHRA. The, um, uh, many listeners may not um, fully understand this, but we used to have, be part of the European Medicines Agency, um, which unfortunately we lost when we, lost when we left the European Union. And there is, a, there is a school of thought that we could get a competitive edge by signing off new medicines more quickly. But um, that is actually something that's been talked about for quite a long time. And I don't think the announcement today necessarily makes a big difference on that. There is a possibility of doing this better, but the sad truth is that I'm afraid a lot of international investors are now looking to launch their new medicines in Europe because it's a much bigger market, which is only what people like I warned uh, before the ill-fated Brexit adventure. Now, housing, which is always a problem in our area, we had a Cambridge estate agent on earlier saying no help at all for first-time buyers, stamp duty or shared housing. No, and I think that's pretty striking too because uh, 
always when we're talking about what Cambridge needs, um, and particularly to make sure we have the, the, the good stream of brilliant people coming from across the world into our research sector, it's always about transport and housing. And I've expected to see some announcements on housing today, but they were conspicuous by their absence. Um, two Ps, good news for pubs and good news for potholes, if you've been on the Newmarket Road recently. <laughs> well, absolutely. I mean, I, I used to be the shadow minister for potholes, and I'm afraid I can spot the floor in the, in the, in, in the announcement. It's the usual thing. It sounds like a lot of money, but when I was doing the job a couple of years ago, there was a £12 billion backlog. So this will fix a few more holes, but it's talked about on a regular basis. But, but it is pretty awful. And frankly, it goes back to the same point I was making earlier, that if you underfund local government long term, you end up just doing short term fixes. It's what Keir Starmer calls sticking plaster politics. And I'm afraid that was what the whole government, the whole budget felt like to me today. A series of short term fixes to problems, long term problems that have been created by, as you'd expect me to say, 13 years of Conservative government. But it's a structural problem that we haven't got the resources to keep our infrastructure up to date. And in a, a world-leading global city like Cambridge, that's an absolute disgrace. I'm not blaming the local councils. They've been starved of the resources to do the job. Daniel... So on, the, on, on the pint in the pub, uh, yes, well, obviously that's a, uh, a, a crowd pleaser, if you like. But actually, if you talk to the people in the wine and spirits trade, they're really fuming and furious about the changes that are coming, which will hit wine. So um, mixed blessings on the drinker's front. Daniel, finally, Hilary Cox-Condren has resigned as a county councillor. How much of a loss is that to the Labour Party locally? I'm really sorry about that. And uh, these things happen sometimes. But uh, she's made a great contribution and she'll continue to make a great contribution in all the other things she does in her life. Daniel Zeichner, thank you for joining us this afternoon. Thank you. Cambridge 105 Radio.